Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the third and Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Introducing to you now is our infamous host, Tejas Ramalingo. Masala Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, with us today, we've got Kumar. How's it going, everybody? Um, since Abhishek is stuck in Canada, he will not be joining us today. Um, but also, since there's not too much to talk about since the season actually starts this week, we'll just going to run through. Regular season football is back, baby. Yeah. It's back. Enough of this preseason nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So today, we're just going to kind of run through the first set of uh, matchups for week one matchups. Um, but before that, I know usually we always do like a little trade review here because it's a trade whenever the trade happens and the first one of the season did happen. I don't, I don't think we've had a trade ever happen this early in the season. No, it happened last wrong. year too. I got I traded um, Shady and someone else for T.Y. Hilton Oh, okay. before the season started. Uh-huh. I remember I gotcha, got... gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah. So just to for a recap for everybody on the trade, it was Abhishek sent Leonard Fournette and AJ Green, and uh, Levin in return sent him Juju Smith-Schuster and Curtis Samuel. Yeah. So what do you so, think? Um. Well, looking back in hindsight now with the reported news that, you know, LaShawn McCoy got cut by the Bills and then got signed by the Chiefs um, within the same day. Yeah. That kind of took a hit for Avishak with Damien Williams as his main running back one right now. Right. Um, Additionally, I thought it was a great trade for both sides because, you know, after the draft, Levin was certainly hurting for a running back. I mean, right. As you guys, as Abhishek mentioned last week, I don't, would not have felt comfortable starting Jordan Howard as my RB2 right. going into week one. So now it looks like um, Lev really, um, how do you say, he really parlayed it to a lot of value because he still has two stud wide receivers, our, our wide receiver ones, plus he can afford to hold out waiting for AJ Green to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Once he comes back around week three or four. Yeah. So I think Abhishek might be scrambling a bit now after the trade process and with all the news. Yeah. I think, honestly, when I first saw the trade, I was like, this is pretty in favor. I thought it was really in favor of Abhishek initially because mm-hmm. um, because he had – it. Like, it, I mean, well, it made his team better, right? But, like, right. his two weaknesses – were probably I mean like two of his his one of his running backs Fournette I had him last year super injury prone he played like five games and he only made it through like four of the games healthy right exactly and then he only even got suspended and ejected and suspended and he's been suspended for the game every single year of his career I mean it's two years but both years he's at least been suspended by for a game um, and so it was always like one of those like question marks and then plus AJ Green he's already hurt and AJ Green's mm-hmm. notorious for always being hurt. Being hurt, yep. And so I think it's assuming that like he's gone for three weeks, but I think it's the report like he's still in his walking boot and everything like that. It may be I think I remember hearing like four to six 
and then he has the bye week, week nine, so it doesn't, so the bye week actually probably yeah. comes after he probably comes back, so he already loses uh, a week there, yeah. so I was kind of like, oh, this kind of, I'd rather, I'd rather juju a little bit more, um, I mean, Fortnite's obviously huge, and the only reason he goes so low is because, mm-hmm. in the drafts, is because, um, he's such a big risk, um, and now Abhishek has three wide receiver ones, wide essentially. Res- yeah, he's three wide receiver yeah. ones. And so that was really good for him. And then on top of that, he had he, Damian Williams he, with Chris Carson. He's going to be super – he's going to rely, like, heavily on Chris Carson having a huge season this yeah, year. Yeah, like, I mean, it's rough because especially this Damian Williams news, like, really puts put a, a huge yeah, like, like, monkey in there. <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. Levin went from having one of the worst – running back course so like a pretty good one like josh jacobs i don't know how good he's gonna be but you know he could be good he's he's got volume at least on his side exactly he's gonna have all the opportunity and same thing with uh with fournette yeah and fournette is like really good even without the volume he's still really good um Mm -hmm. and then damian williams you don't even know if you you know what i don't think he's gonna i I think that's just gonna be permanent committee i think i remember hearing news that randy andy reed wants the signing was finalized came out and basically said yeah i view damian williams and Lashawn mccoy as equal starters like yeah, they're going to be sharing snaps yeah, that's, so that's really good <laughs> i mean and it's it's one thing is like it's not like kareem hunt or jamal charles where they were like you know even if there was other good backs like even spencer was behind in them yeah you knew they were not going to lose their Mm-hmm. like position right but like Damian Williams is not like a new football player he's been around for a long time and he's been back up and mediocre for a long time so it, it took the Chiefs offense to make him look good yeah so now it's like you know Shady's probably not going to be that good anymore he's pretty old injury ridden did not do good last he, year but he's he's I for the injury part yes he's one of those types where like he'll get hurt for like and be out for like maybe two three plays and then he comes back and still um somehow miraculously seems like he's okay yeah i think despite all that because of his familiarity with andy reed's you know offensive scheme and being able knowing like his role i think it's a real big boost and i actually like uh shady going in i mean she's I don't he think has more value. Yeah, I think Shady probably has a little bit more value, but I don't. The thing is, is more just like Shady's, like you said, he he can get hurt. He mm-hmm. and he was not good last year, even though he had the whole backfield to himself, even though he had the whole offense to himself. Yeah, but I think that's hurt. a product of the Bills' offense. It's itself, possible, but it's not... also I mean, he's 31 years old. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's got a lot of miles. It could be that, right? And it's one of those things where yeah. Andy Reid knows that, so he may just. In a, yeah. In the a, other thing. Mm-hmm. For Abishak is um, it takes a huge hit on Darwin Thompson's value as well. Like, yeah. I know he drafted him as his handcuff, but now it's like Damian Williams. We don't know how the workload's going to be. Darwin Thompson's like almost near, like no value at this point. Yeah, I think Abishak is like really banking on uh, either making another trade or totally po- Tony Pollard, like mm-hmm. actually staying the starter and being good. Because remember when Zeke was suspended, people were all over the Alfred Morris train. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, and then there was another running back there that was also hyped up, but both of them sucked, even beyond that <laughs> line, right? So it's like Pollard could be good, but he could also so That's suck. a big maybe. So, yeah, it's whole entire and he's still against back. like It's still like that a is. run first offense with like one of the mm-hmm. best O-lines in the league, you know? 
So he still got that. And I mean, mm-hmm. if Zeke comes, Zeke goes and signs this week, suddenly he's he's looking in a rough spot. But the problem is, I mean, yep. our, the advantage, not problem, is that like his receivers will probably will always win him. His three receivers will always beat the other team's three receivers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely agree. I with think that. like, yeah, I think probably me like who um. Anthony probably has the next best set of receivers because Julio, Michael Thomas, and Stephon Diggs. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's definitely probably, solid. So that's probably All like potent, the only yeah. one that could beat Obershakes. Compete with them in terms of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for so, sure. So, I mean, I don't think it's like a big deal that his running backs are not that great. I mean, Chris Carson could be good. I mean, he's been good. He's just mm-hmm. hurt. Um, yeah. He just gets hurt. Um I think that's speaking of wide receiver comparisons might be a good segue for us to I think go into matchups next. Yeah, sure. if you're ready for the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have okay. you have nothing else to say for this trade? I I don't think we. Yeah, I think we. Cool. Pretty yeah, much I mean, covered. now I think I mean I think now like after all these events, I think it's pretty even. I mean, if in, in uh, AJ Green comes back, mm-hmm. like full health, like week four, I think this is it was a, it's a super win for Lev. Um, yeah, and definitely. if Fournette stays healthy, but those are two. Also big, big Fs, but <laughs> I would, I still would take the chance with Fournette and AJ Green, especially like I said with Lev's other two wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll be fine going with. Yep. All right. So, uh, which matchup do you want to start off with first? Um. So we could start with. Let's go with uh, Ruchna versus. Uh, Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Okay. And Breeze. Yeah. Cool. So this is the I think the hardest matchup to pinpoint. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good place to start. Um, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, so I can start. Okay. Um, like a like we mentioned before in comparison, uh, Anthony probably has like the second best wide receiver, three wide receiver set outside of Abishek at this point which I think is he's going to definitely heavily be leaning on throughout the season. Um, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, solid running backs, although they are both in timeshares. Um, I don't think Lindsay's going to have quite the same volume compared to what he did last year. He is, I believe, definitely due for negative regression, especially with Freeman um, getting a lot more touches from the preseason. And uh, Mark Ingram, I mean, he'll also be – it's a matter of, in terms of rushing touchdowns, whether he's going to get goal line work, Lamar Jackson, they might even um, carousel in like Gus Edwards. So that's also a big murky question in Baltimore's backfield. Um, in terms of for Ruchna's side, her – I mean, she's – obviously, Kamara is going to be her bread and butter – for the entire season. Joe Mixon, I really like as a running back. Um, great running back, too. He is running behind a super susceptible offensive line. So that, and plus now with the whole trade with Jadavion Clowney going to Seattle, that's going to see how well um, he can run past that and, you know, be able to break off in a hole or basically get past Clowney at the line. Uh, but overall, I would probably still 
give the edge to um, Anthony for this matchup. Okay. I would actually give it to Rajna, I think. I think I predict Rajna is going to win. Uh, reason is because I think, well, I think their quarterbacks are going to be kind of washed. I think Breeze could be really good. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson could be really good, but they could both be really not that good. Like, eh. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Breeze has the tougher defense to play against. Uh, Wilson compared to the Bengals. I think even the the obviously Anthony's wide receivers I think like went out, but I don't think Russian's wide receivers are bad. I think um, I think they won't be. They will definitely be outscored, but they won't be as bad. I think the difference is really just gonna be in the running backs because I think like Kamara and Mixon could will probably could outscore Lindsey and Ingram by like thirty points by themselves. The two of them. True. And yeah. I think. The difference between the running backs is going to make up for the difference. Is more than the difference mm-hmm. between their wide receivers. Um, and I think for Mixon, it's like he has a battle line, but they, he's always had a battle line. He was good last year with a horrible, like a really bad offensive right. uh, line mm-hmm. as well. I think he's kind of like a Bell. When Bell was never like a rush from the backfield and get you a crap ton of yards, right? He was like a. He would rush mm-hmm. from the backfield. He'll get you like a steady, you know, four or five yards. I mean, that's really good. But then his right. like big plays will be usually through the rece- like through the air. And I think Mixon mm-hmm. is kind of like that, where he'll he may not have the O line to help him get that um, mm-hmm. like right like rushing yardage. But I think he'll make up for it in the passing game, especially the passing game. with AJ Green out. We know Eifert's there, but you know he's going to get hurt. Um, I mean, they have Tyler Boyd, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with a bad off- offensive line, I think there'll be a lot of dump offs to Mixon's, and so I think he will be pretty good this season. Uh, I think obviously Kittle's going to beat out Ingram, especially against the Bucks. I I mean I mean Ingram's yes. going to be good, but Ingram's going to be better. Feast because he's essentially I think the number one target for the Giants. Maybe I mean I don't and... know. I think he, I would say he's number number two three. I would still say. I would still put Sterling Shepard. I mean, you would know better than me, but I would still put Sterling Shepard. I, I mean, Saquon, obviously, he's going to be checked down king for Eli yeah. until God knows when Eli gets replaced. But I, I've, my prediction being, you know, being a Giants fan and seeing and watching everything, I still would still put Ingram as second in the pecking order over Shepard. But okay. yeah, like you said, we'll we'll see how the season turns out. The, I just actually wanted to bring this up, which is kind of funny because I just realized that Anthony and uh, Rushna are both like quarterback water, wide receiver stacking because he yeah, has Breeze and Michael Thomas. Yep. So, so that's, I, I definitely like – oh, for sure. I definitely love Breeze and Michael Thomas stack. But the problem with the Breeze-Michael Thomas stack is that, you know, if it's goal line, who's going to score? Is it Camaro or like – Breeze oh, that's dump, true. Dump yeah. off to um, Kamara uh, mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Then that's going to be, yeah. Or worst case scenario for all parties is Taysom Hill comes in and then, <laughs> and then just he becomes a goal line back. So, you know. This that is, offense yeah. is gonna... too many. That offense is approaching like, it's like past Minnesota where Minnesota can kind of like, like Kirk Cousins isn't that amazing fantasy-wise because there's mm-hmm. so many options available. That like, I think Breeze is re- re- is that same spot where Camaro mm-hmm. is so good that he doesn't need to throw it like forty yards, forty forty, 
you know, 40 times a game. Sure, sure. And so, Kamara is good in the backfield and in the passing game. But I will say, though, that mm. Anthony, I would put Josh Gordon over James White. I don't know if James, I mean, James White had, like, a legendary career. He had, like, beyond a career year. Yep, I think I he scored, definitely. like, 10 fantasy <laughs> points per game more he, last year than he did. He basically became what Dalvin Cook should have been for me last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, he was so good last year. And, I mean... I don't know if that. I mean, that may still continue, but apparently, if Sony Michelle is as, uh, I mean, he was a good pass catcher in college. So if he's still mm-hmm. a good, if they're trying to use him again, if he is used in the pass catching, then James White kind of goes down a bit. Um, Josh Gordon, though, is. Um, I think this week, though, I think he'll be good, but I think this week he won't. I think he will. Yeah. Get. He'll get up to speed. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of like getting up to speed and things like that, yeah. and that kind of. I think it'll. I think by like week four, or so we'll have a pretty good idea of how Josh Gordon's yeah, season's gonna yeah, turn out. I agree. Um, kicker, and I would say uh, uh, Anthony has the edge, but defense, I'd say Russia has the edge, mm-hmm. just because of the teams they're playing. Like the Dolphins are already tanking as much as they can. <laughs> yeah. So. Once you get rid of your starting like left tackle, it's basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. gonna be a fun time for Baltimore. We'll see who wins this one. I think it's Russian. You think it's Anthony, so we'll yeah. see. My pick's going to be Anthony for this. All right. All right. Uh, next so one. you can go ahead and pick the next pick, the yeah, next let's matchup. Let's do Abhishek versus BC. I think this one actually kind of ma- – uh, this one's interesting because I think Abhishek wins this week, but I think if this was like three weeks down the line, I think – BZ would win. It would have been BZ. Because I think they're going to do, they're supposed to like ease Bell in and they're going to basically put him in a timeshare for the first couple of weeks. Mm, interesting. And so I think he's good, like Bell's going to be good, but I think like they're, they're not sure how good, like how his body's going to take it, right? Like if he goes off, you know, they'll keep gotcha. him there. But like if he doesn't, I think mm-hmm. they'll pull him. Um, plus they're against like a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think her receivers are just not that good, though. Like, I uh, mean, Galladay's yeah, solid. A... Mike Williams, he's okay. But the problem is, especially now without Gordon, I think it's going to be a lot of, like, I think it's going to be the Ke- Keenan Allen, uh, Hunter I, Henry I like show. Mike Williams a lot as, like, the number two in a team, like, compared to, like, a lot of number twos around the league. Mm-hmm. I think he could easily um, surpass – Keenan as the number one for no, the Chargers. No way. Have you, seen, have you seen? Bull take. Have you seen Keenan Allen and Mike Williams play? He's not gonna. I think they play such different positions. He's not gonna like Keenan Allen is definitely a lot better than Mike Williams. But mm-hmm. he, I think they. I just don't think they're gonna have time to throw deep. I think that offensive line is so bad. Like, mm. I think they just won't have time to throw deep as much. Uh, like Keenan Allen doesn't go deep, obviously. He is like yeah. I think like eighty something percent more... of his. He's literally Julian Edelman on steroids. <laughs> like, and he's a... that explains the injury history. Shoot. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think Mike Williams could be good, but I think he's going to be more closer to where mm-hmm. like a boom bust than he will yeah. be like a consistent. Um, mm-hmm. thing. I mean, maybe he breaks out this year. I mean, he was good last year, but like. Last year was also a little bit inconsistent. Um, yeah. 
I think I really the, like um I just I really like BZ's running back setup like yeah. Connor but even though Bell like you know it's just going to be his first time playing after a year um and we don't know how well the Jets line is going to be I still think he'll bring relative value that it like she won't be happy with this performance but she can't be fully disappointed and um I really like I mean, Aaron Jones is going up against Chicago, but um, I still think Aaron Jones is also another break breakout candidate for this year. Interesting. I'm kind of low on it. And you know, the interesting part is I know you and I notoriously have very polar have very opposite polar. views on players. <laughs> I think Aaron Jones is not going to be that good because I think the Packers just don't run the ball. Like, I just don't think he has the up. I, I think he'll do well. Have games he'll do well, but like. He doesn't have as much upside as a lot of people. I just don't think they have vo- he has the volume. Like, mm. I think he's good. And That's, he can't yeah. Do, but they're the, the Packers are the, have the fewest rushing attempts, lower than the Lions, who are notorious for never rushing. I think the Packers mm-hmm. rush the fewest times in the league, right? Maybe that'll change yeah, with Aaron Rodgers yeah. coming back. And then he's going to – he's always new hurt. offensive scheme. New scheme. With Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll help. But – it's One thing to monitor for that is definitely seeing, like, if – how much, how often they spell out Jones for Jamal Williams? Yeah, That's and there's someone be else. Huge... Yeah, you're right. And Jamal Williams isn't bad. I mean, I think Aaron Jones is better, but Jamal Williams is still pretty solid. Um, yeah. Um, so who knows? One thing for for BZ as well in regards to is you know if DJ Moore is finally going to break out because I know a lot of people have huge upside with him. Yeah. After because last season he had like. 40 plus receptions for like 600 yards and six touchdowns, something around that range. Mm-hmm. So, um, to see if uh, it's going to be a tough matchup because he's going, he's they're starting against the Rams too. So, there's going to definitely be some like, you know, him playing at his floor, if anything. Right. But um, I'm going to say for the quarterback wise, I love Wentz, I love Ryan, um, both QBs that I hoped I had in my team this year, but um, I'm going to have to give Wentz the advantage um, compared to playing against Washington. It's going to be a close matchup, but I think overall I'm going to say Abishak will probably come out ahead. Yeah, I think Abishak will come. I think Abishak will win too, but I don't know if it'll be that close. I think his receivers are just going to dominate hers, and I think like – Bell, if he comes to a slow start and, and it's a timeshare, maybe he won't do that good. Aaron Jones will do probably mm-hmm. pretty solid, uh, could, or may not do that solid. Sorry, he's going to Bears. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then James Conner will, will be great. But mm-hmm. you know, it's all matter of OJ Howard how... probably cancel each other out. To be honest, um, OJ Howard has a better. Uh, uh, I mean, Ertz, I think is yeah. Ertz I think he's going to objectively have a better game. But I think. That offense will spread the ball. Uh, that spreads the ball around to like everyone. I feel like very. Mm-hmm. I feel like Wentz is literally, in my opinion, I feel like Wentz and Ertz are like the only people you could own. Um, I think OJ Howard is more likely to score than Ertz, but Ertz will get more volume. The thing um, with that is, Jameis still has never been that notorious for uh, utilizing the tight end. I know he had his good, like his at moments with Cameron Brate. Um, but that is also something we also have to watch out for going forward in this season. No, oh, you think Cameron but... Wright's going to come back from the dead? No. OJ no, Howard. definitely not. <laughs> but I don't. I think he'd much rather, you know, like we're expecting big things from Mike Evans, from Chris Godwin especially. Um, 
I would say it's more likely that O.J. Howard is good and Chris Godwin is bad than the other way around. Ooh. Because I Ooh, think, like, wow. even last year, even last year, uh, mm-hmm. O.J. Howard, I mean, I think Chris Godwin would be fine, but I think O.J. Howard last year, I had him. He was amazing. And not, it wasn't just, like, a one game here, one game there. It was consistently, like, 15-plus for me. Um, mm. And he almost always scored. <laughs> so it was just, like, he, I know he's, him and Mike Evans are going to be the red zone people, I think. I mean, I don't know how he, they're going to use Godwin, but and but OJ Howard does get hurt a lot. Uh, he got yeah. hurt like three times last year, and he got put on IR, I think, uh, towards yeah. the end. And you know, he played like nine games, I think, last yeah. season. Yeah. And they don't All run, right. so it's another thing. Like he doesn't really spend yeah. as much time in pass protection. I'll, I'll talk about this, I guess, when he gets out of niche. But I think there's like, um, like. There's other tight ends, like you know, like even the Colts, right? Like Jack Doyle is a, like such a good tight end, mm-hmm. but the problem mm-hmm. is they just use him for pass protection. That's yeah. literally what he's used for. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mo Ali Cox, it. man. Huh? Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, I know him too. I mean, he he's just there three for, tight ends. Like, yeah, <laughs> if luck was still there, we would be running at three tight end sets. We did yeah. last year. It was two I, tight ends. Yeah. Mo Ali Cox is a technically a wide receiver. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> Those are anyway, great. I think, yeah, I think Obishik wins this one, I think. Right, yep, I agree with that. He's got the better um, matchups, and he's got the better players. So it's it's a matter of how well, you know, for Abishek, the reliability is obviously going to come down to Damian Williams' timeshare, and another timeshare is actually essentially with um, Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Right, right. It's I mean, Carson's been touted as Carson's the not going to be borrow. in a timeshare. Well, hold on. Even if they're in a timeshare, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. there were games where Russell Wilson threw 10 passes the whole game, right? Like, right. Uh-huh. Even if they're in a timeshare, they're both going to be playable. I think they'll both be playable. But I think if you had to pick one, Carson's going to be the better one. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's been touted as the far away, like, starting running back. But yeah. they want to still, like – like a 1A, 1B between him and Penny. Sure. I wouldn't say it's like a 1-2 as like you see in a lot of other Maybe. running back committees. Maybe. So, um, I guess we can move on to the next, yeah, the next matchup. Let's go with, ooh, we'll go with Manas versus Lev. Okay. So, um, after, like we said, the big trade that Lev made with Abishak, so now you know his running back is looking slightly less suspect than before. Um, I still think he has a solid set with uh, you know obviously he has DeAndre Hopkins. Antonio Brown is utterly insane, but still you know a productive wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Jones, it's funny because correct me if I'm wrong, I believe week one last year he played against the Bears. <laughs> And that's where he like oh. he utterly got his leg destroyed. Maybe I don't so. remember. Uh, I mean, the Packers and think... Bears. There's a good chance. That, I mean, they're division rivals. They may have played each other week one. That was, yeah, it's either week one or week two. I'm like fairly confident on that. So, it's you know, hopefully it's not a nightmare reoccurrence from him where Rodgers gets hurt again. Yeah. And um, but you know now having Fournette and Jacobs as your starting running backs rather than Jacobs and. Jordan Howard um, definitely looks a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know how I feel about Nujoku. Um, a lot of mouths also on the mm-hmm. Browns. You know, OBJ, o- Odell's going to be, you know, the target hound that he normally is. Um, Jarvis is 
also going to get his equal share. Then you have Chubb, who I think they're going to try to utilize more in the pass game as well. So that's essentially going to probably leave Njoku fourth or even fifth on the pecking order. Yeah. I, th- um, I don't actually think – I don't know if they'll actually use Chubb too much for passing. Maybe they will. But I mean, mm-hmm. maybe just, like, talk. Yeah. But I think I agree. I think Njoku's probably lower, and I don't know how good he's going to be. Just If OBJ wasn't there, I think Njoku's going to be fine. But like, Oh, yeah, for OBJ, sure. OBJ, I think, like, really hurts his – yeah, and then as the season progresses, you know, once Kareem Hunt comes da- comes back in, like, I wouldn't even want to keep Njoku around as a tight end, in my personal opinion. Maybe. Um, no one knows what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, maybe you don't even exactly. want Chubb as a running back at that point. That true. That also <laughs> is another, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Chubb, you know, he's going to be great for the season to start with. I I don't know, man. I have so many bad memories of Dalvin Cook that I don't know what to even think of for him. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Never came back <laughs> until, like, the last three games when we were in the playoffs where I was in, you know, consolation bracket champion. So thank you for that, Dalvin. <laughs> he, he, he took you to the loser's bracket, and then he won the exactly. loser's bracket for you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So thank you for that, Dalvin. I appreciate you. Um, But he has a, um, you know, Atlanta's defense is also back in full strength. And I think they were touted to be a really good defense. Yeah. um, They were pretty solid defense. They were supposed to be at least last year. Yeah. He's going to be also really utilized in the pass game. He's a great pass catching back. So that's definitely going to be his bread and butter. um, If he doesn't get a lot of touches, you know, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Monis is wide receivers. Oof, man, I was I was big on Robbie Anderson initially, Same. but you know then he got the calf calf injury. Right. Um, even though he's trending to be, you know, starting week one, that's something you got to monitor and definitely lowers his ceiling a bit. Yeah. Um, I, Allen Robinson, man, you know, I don't think he's really gonna do much. I think throughout the season. Be, I think he'll be like I feel like he's a reliable like third wide receiver maybe. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly good... how like I can't even say he's a good wide receiver too. He's fine as a third one, but Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean yeah. We'll see. I mean, like, yeah, but unfortunately like luckily for him like his running backs are better than like most people's running backs. So This is I mean, yeah, so that's they'll true. carry him like Yeah, it's like the complete it's the, it was the complete opposite before with Lev because he was stacked at wide receiver and and I think and it's Bonas easier. Was, mm-hmm. Sorry, I think it's easier to find a wide receiver. Like you'll find yeah. another good, solid There's wide much receiver. There's much more depth in wide, wide receivers if you I have agree. those running backs. I think he could def- be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, uh. his team needs is less foolproof. Like like mm-hmm. where like sorry not foolproof. Like it's less safe because you kind of need. Chubb, Cook, and Kevion or Henry kind of, to go off yep. um, to win. Um, and uh, yep, you need definitely. the rest of them to just do okay. But if you ever have a game from Kirk, uh, Anderson, well, or any of the wide receivers that do like a good game, then you know that may be what you just need to put. Your I still there. think you would need a like at least one stud wide receiver. Like I know wide receiver has a lot of depth in general. Mm-hmm. Like last year for me, I had you know I had Melvin Gordon, I had. Dalvin Cook, I had James White. I felt like I had a really good running back core, but my wide receivers were just trash. Sure. And unfortunately, 
it didn't pan out for me as I expected. I mean, for so... you though, it, your running backs were also struggling, right? Like you had that Dalvin Cook issue, as you mentioned. Like if yeah, Dalvin Cook was exactly. consistently good for you, you you would have pulled out like a yeah. sizable more amount of games. Mm-hmm. So I still think if he can make some moves to get like a more, even like a solid wide receiver two, to yeah. in there, he would probably be like good for long haul. Um, but overall, you know, um, tight end Vance Vance McDonald's gonna definitely get a lot of a lot of targets, I think, especially with AB out mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna still have to give the edge to Lev, yeah. especially after the trade. Yeah. Um, I think he shored up his team a lot overall. That it's gonna push him over the edge. Sorry, my cat is eating mm -hmm. one of those Thai like bread ties. I'm like, <laughs> don't I feed you enough already? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Levin is going to – I think Levin will win. I think, like, Kansas City matchup for Fournette is, like, easily a free, like, 30 points for him because mm -hmm. – um, Right. Especially now his offense is better um, yep. with Nick Foles there yeah. instead mm -hmm. of Portals. And there's no one behind Fournette. I mean, this is – if Fournette sucks this year, then, you know, it's really, like, he's a lost cause because – his lineup for him. And mm -hmm. now this year he even has um, – so like the Chiefs, they got rid of mm – -hmm. the Colts have Justin Houston now, and they got rid of D. Ford as well, who, mm -hmm. in my opinion, kind of really was the difference in them beating the Colts last year in the, in the right. playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I think Fournette will do really well. I, I, yeah, I really – the only problem with Lev's team is that, you know, you have Sammy Watkins and Alshon Jeffrey is your – weak spots and I think if you right. shore up one of them you just need to shore up one spot I mean maybe AJ Green that's what AJ Green does right he comes in mm -hmm. kicks out Sean Jeffrey out and then moves Sammy Watkins to the flex and then you have a really good team yep yeah. I definitely agree and then if Melvin Gordon I mean I think it looks, it looks like Melvin Gordon's out for at least the first 10 games mm -hmm. um yeah. And I think their bye week is week 12, which really, really freaking sucks. Yeah, because he's going to be there for one game, bye week, and then, the like, one more game and then playoffs. Exactly. That's man. really going <laughs> to – that really sucks. puts a dampens uh, Lev's chances. Yeah, but, I mean, I think his team is good enough to make the playoffs. And to that's make it he, until – That's all he yeah. needs, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when I exactly. had Zeke that year when he was supposed to be suspended for six games. I just mm -hmm. needed to make the playoffs. Unfortunately, Zeke yep. got suspended at the end of the season. At but... the end of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, sure. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I guess the next one we'll do – just, we'll just do yours and Avnisha's. All right. Okay. So, I think Avnisha's going to win. Sorry, Kumar. Um, <laughs> it's fine, dude. Okay. I think – his, I mean, obviously he has Pat Mahomes as quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's always a plus, especially when you compare to Lauren Jackson, who's mm -hmm. a question mark. Uh, Thiel and Cup are going to be better than, I think, Cooper Woods probably. Well, you know, it may be a little bit closer. I think Cup and Woods are going to be a little bit closer, but Cup is a huge red zone guy um, mm -hmm. for them. If it get, if he's good. Like, I mean, obviously the reports are that he's healthy and everything's good, then, you know, he's going to yeah. be good. Um, Thielen will be better than Cooper. I think, in my opinion, but I think Boyd is going to be better than Shepard. Um, but obviously, the big mm -hmm. one is um, uh, 
uh, the running backs. Oh, I for think sure. If any, it's not even a, I think if it's not even close. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think if Todd Gurley is healthy for any single game this season, it's gonna be this full, game. Like a full game, he's just gonna dominate. It's gonna be this game, <laughs> right? Yeah. Week one. Yeah. Um, I think this is the game he's healthy for. I think like, I think when you draft when you drafted Gurley, his like the concern is not in the beginning; it's at the end. Mm-hmm. When you need yeah. him the most, um, so I think, but I think Gurley is going to be really good this year, um, mm-hmm. or at least this game. And I mean, I'm actually it was a smart move by Avanish to draft Gurley because he already has a solid, like he got a top end running back exactly. with CMC, so yeah. he can definitely rely on CMC even if Gurley goes down for an extended period of the season. Yeah, I mean, if Gurley's out for the rest, of, like goes down for a month. Mo- most of the season, he at least it's not the end of the world for him. He's got exactly. Something. I mean, he's got something to help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think David Montgomery is really good. I just think like David Johnson's your good running back, and outside of that, it's kind of mm-hmm. eh, because I think Coleman. I had him last year when he was a solo back. Um, yeah, he wasn't. He was okay. He had really good games. Mm-hmm. He had some really yeah. good, not that good games. Maybe he's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he has Brita as well. So I think I don't know if they're mm-hmm. gonna start using a timeshare with them. We'll see. Obviously, you have Kelsey, and that's gonna give you the edge. And I think going back to what I was talking about earlier, I think Hunter Henry. There's a lot of hype around him that I just can't buy, and I think he's really gonna be used a lot as a blocker mm-hmm. for their really really bad offensive line, and especially now since um, Gordon's gone. Gordon was a decent blocker. You don't you, like you don't become a top like top workhorse running back without becoming a good blocker. A good pal, yeah, and exactly. And without him, like I don't think mm-hmm. Eckler or Justin Jackson are going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a lot of Hunter Henry doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so rip. I I mean maybe it works out, but I think that's <laughs> I think, I I totally <laughs> see that happening. Um, right. Mm-hmm. David Montgomery, I think he's gonna he's in like a weird like timeshare potential to break out kind of. Yeah, thing. that's gonna be a good uh, like that. Both Avnish and I are really gonna be keeping an eye out to see how the workload's gonna be distributed between Montgomery and you know Tariq Cohen. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cohen's obviously the has the bigger upside in terms of breaking off a huge play, but if Matt Nagy really does say he wants to utilize Montgomery as a true. Th- down like three down back Cohen's just gonna lose like in like tons of value at that point yeah um so surprisingly I probably will give the edge to Avnish as well (laughs) just because um my running backs I mean outside like you said David I can't I can't even compete David Johnson solely against CMC and a healthy Todd Gurley right um Obviously, I like having Kelsey. I think Lamar Jackson's going to surprise a lot of people this season. Maybe, um, maybe. I think he has a good chance. He probably won't be number one fantasy quarterback. I think Mahomes will take that again this season, but he's definitely, I think, going to be a top five one just off his off his rushing, rushing ability. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he's part he's, of the big three, him, Josh mm-hmm. Allen, and Trubisky, I guess. That exactly. One of them is going to get um, My, like, Surprisingly, out of my wide receiver, least happy with taking Amari Cooper, right. even though he he clearly had an upgrade coming to Dallas. Um, but it's a matter of if Amari Cooper can can consistently always play at his ceiling rather than like his really low floor. 
you know? Yeah. Um, if he can always be, like, his ceiling is, as we know, can be, like, a 30, 40-point game. I mean, well, that's, like, super, like, you know, blowing off the roof, but he can easily putting up 25 points a game, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as, like, a true wide receiver one. So um, it's a matter of seeing if he can, you know, stay healthy, he can continue to build his rapport with Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could easily be all surpassed like Dillon. Robert Woods, I think it's just safe as it safe gets. Um, it's going to be, it's going to definitely going to come down between to him and Cup on other uh, red zone touches. I know Brand like Brandon Cooks is the other wide receiver on the Rams who is known for just getting the big play and touchdown. But like the short yard usage, it's a matter of whether Woods is gonna gonna be getting those targets or Cup. Um, yeah, Woods would probably be the higher volume, but like intermediate because Cup I think is their slot receiver. Yeah, exactly. Um, Boyd I think will even though they're playing Seattle, gonna get a lot of volume because AJ's out for the first four weeks. And um, yeah, Coleman is also another. Uh, interesting case with uh, running back. I mean, Brita definitely proved he's probably the more talented option. It's right. a matter of if he can actually stay healthy. Um, but, you know, I trust this thing of familiarity that Coleman has with Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. yeah. and the way he runs his offense. So I'll. That's essentially what I'm going to be relying on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the fact Coleman that there's going to be a lot of. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, yeah, you're right. If Coleman has a really good game, then. That may be Plus, with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay doesn't have a great defense, so I think there's going to be a lot of points distributed for that. Sure. But yeah, I'll be honest, I'll still give uh, Hamish the edge. So, moving, I don't know, any final thoughts no, on yours? Okay, so we're going to finish is... off with yours and uh, BK. BK, yes. So, this one, I think I'm going to just, I think it's me that will win. <laughs> But I think it's really just shameless. That, no, 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 shameless I think it's just plug. Zeke is gonna be. Looks like he's. I don't know. So it looks like it's like the Zeke news is going crazy. I think I think part of why I'm like so focused on it is because I have to play in week one. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it looks so it looks like like Zeke feels like they're or is it like Zeke side feels like they're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dallas's side doesn't feel like they're almost there, and they're both pushing both that out. So, right. like, there's so many conflicting reports of him, mm-hmm. like, oh, about to sign. Oh, not even close. Apparently, but, yeah. but it looks like nothing got done yesterday or today when it was supposed to get done. So mm-hmm. now we're, like, four days out of this, three days out from the season start. And, um, you know. There's no indication. There's no indication way. he's going to sign. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Zeke, Zeke, he may just miss a couple of games. He may mm-hmm. miss, you know. It may just be a long, drawn process. He's seen... Um, maybe the Cowboys see what the Chargers did and just say, "Hey, no, we're not doing this anymore." With Melvin Gordon, um, I'm kind of I'm a little because I know he's still technically under contract, so I don't know to what extent he could really hold out on. He can technically okay. hold out until he just needs to, him and Gordon are in a similar situation where they just need to play their six. They just need to be active for six games. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zeke has to essentially do that two times, like. He would have to do that this year row. and next year. It's next really, year. It's so stupid. But, yeah, <laughs> that's what would have to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even Gordon's thing is kind of ridiculous. But, um, so, whatever. 
Zeke plays, maybe, maybe not. I think he'll play. I think he'll probably play, but I don't know if he'll play week one. He may be out for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. At that point, it's still worth the first pick. You know, he's mm-hmm. only I think not worth the first pick if you like lose. Zeke again for like six games. <laughs> yeah, for like six games, five six games, and you know, then it's you know, then it may not have been. But I think even if he misses like two games, he's still worth mm-hmm. that pick because he's. Yeah. If he was playing, I would have taken him number one overall. You know, I think he's still the best back. Um, mm, gotcha. Sorry, sorry, dude. I know, I know, I know there's a double bias here. He's <laughs> the Cowboys and Giants fan, but... Yeah. Uh, no, that's totally fine. I'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I do have to give the edge for you as well. Um, man, like, your your wide receivers are solid. Um, Philip Rivers, consi- like, consistently like undervalued every single year he's he's pretty solid overall yeah i, I literally um, took him because i have the king now so i'm hoping for some for that stack right that there stack, you know just i mean mm-hmm. yeah i figured i, I like the way my team was constructed right, with mike evans being the touchdown like high target touchdown upside mm-hmm. with keen allen and julian and like with your PPR Lower, guy. Yeah, they're just like mm-hmm. PPR guys. And they're literally, like, I was like mentioned last mm-hmm. one, they're like the same player, but one is just a lot better. <laughs> right. Um, um, Barkley, I still say even – I would still say Barkley still would be num- my number one mm-hmm. if I had ever gotten the first pick, mm-hmm. not even with my Giants bias. Um, I just love love him as a player. Yeah, you know, he's a good um, player to watch. Yeah. Michelle's – Sony Michelle's going to be very in- – Year just because I know he's starting to be utilized more in the past game. Yeah, oh so, my God. if he uh, actually gets used in the past, I don't think I think that's just talk. I don't think he'll. I mean, they have um, because um, they have Damien Harris, they have James White. James White. He's just so much better so than James um, White. Just loses intent, like tons of value if yeah. Michelle starts becoming a more utilized in the I passing game. So. I think it'll be like Michelle gets like three targets a game, but then I mean, even then last year he got me like twenty points a game. Almost, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just has such a high top touchdown upset, and I, yeah. I think when I drafted this year, I went for more touchdown because mm-hmm. I'd always go for volume, and I never get score like score. I never my teams would yeah. just never score. Like I had Julio, mm-hmm. I just have a lot a lot of people who would put up points, but they would just never score. Yeah, uh, and you know sometimes that bite you in the butt. So I was hoping they mm-hmm. go for a little bit more touchdown upside. Um, um, Mark Andrews is definitely a sleeper tight end pick. He, it's gonna be interesting because to see, because I know a lot of Baltimore wide, all Baltimore wide receivers were like, you know, barely yeah. usable yeah. with Lamar Jackson, because he, instead of, it's always gonna be like a run pass option, and yeah. it's always gonna be run with either the running back or run with Lamar Jackson. Never bother trying to pass. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll be but... okay. He, I think he's gonna be a lot of dump offs. I'm hoping. I don't think he's gonna ever right. score. I don't think he's ever gonna get a huge Great plays. PPR time. I think he's just hopefully I'm uh, hoping for like yeah. seven targets a game, and that's mm-hmm. all I need. Then like Jarvis PPR machine for sure. He is like him and Edelman, great PPR guys, but I really not sure how to feel about him with Odell coming in and he's gonna vault like vacuum up so many targets from Jarvis. That's fine. I'm I don't I'm not too worried about that. I think he's still number um, two. I don't th- if if there was like mm-hmm. two people ahead of Jarvis Landry, I feel like it would be worth being scared of, but I think like mm-hmm. he's still gonna get like seven targets. I, I just need him to get like seven, eight targets, that's it. As he needs a flex. Hmm. So, Interesting. I just need him to get a little okay. bit. Like, if he can get me 13, like his projected is right. 13. If he can get me 13 mm-hmm. to 15 points, you know, 
That's yeah. all you need. And how much does he need for that? Like a few catches? On like 50 like, yards least, and five catches? Probably like, like yeah, exactly. Um, nothing. For, I think BK's wide receivers are also kind of similarly built to you, like yours, mm. except for not to the same degree. Like Tyree Kills was the number one wide receiver, fantasy wide receiver last year. Mm. Always going to be for that big touchdown. A long like long touchdown catch. Yeah. Um, Chris Godwin, I know you and I like we had differing opinions. I think he's primed to have a big year. I think he. Would be, um, I think he'll be good. I just don't like. I I feel in my mind he would be behind OJ Howard, but maybe I'm just crazy. It's, yeah. I oh behind OJ Howard. Yeah, I think like mm, in terms of that is very. Interesting. I think in terms of the like. Jameis pecking order. Pecking order. I think he would target mm-hmm. Mike Evans, then OJ Howard, and then Godwin. But they don't run, so mm-hmm. like Godwin being the third on this it team could, is probably it, the second could, or first yeah. on any other team. So, right. Okay, I see what you mean. I mean, I know that there was talk early on, like Arians was saying he was going to keep like Godwin on the field like full time. Yeah. That was probably just very speculative, but we'll see how that actually pans yeah, I mean, out. I, I think they're just yeah. going to chuck it like 50 times a game on a really good right. offense. Yeah, I see. Which I mean, think he'll be good, but it's just, you know. Poor T.Y. Hilton, man. Jeez. Freaking I think he'll <laughs> luck be fine. with the blind with Brissett. I think he'll be fine. I think, like, well, I think people forget, like, with Brissett, he had a really bad offensive line that year. He had a very yeah, he had a very five offensive line, season. I think, that year. We mm-hmm. had... He just came in. We traded for him like that summer, right? Uh, and I think the expectation was Luck was going to play that year, and, and then they just kept prolonging it. Yeah, so then he didn't play, and then I think mm-hmm. Brissett was just kind of thrown in like good luck. And then Mac, um, Mac, I think did he get hurt? He was out that year most of the. I think he missed six games that year too. Six yeah, or Mac seven was hurt. I think it was just like a. It was just like a. Like I mean, we won four games was, that year. It was a, it was a shit. It was show. a freak season. Just marred with injuries. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think T.Y. Hilton's going to be as good as he was with Locke, obviously, but I don't yeah. think he's going to be as bad as he was when you, in 2017. I know T.Y. usually is, like, good for being, he usually ends up being, like, second or third in total yards, like, behind Julio. Yeah. Um, he when he was with Locke. Yards. Uh, touchdowns was, like, his only thing that kind of really held him back. Yeah. Um, I don't know if with Brissett, he's going to still get the same amount of yardage as he had in like the previous like last year yeah. or the other years with luck so that's going to be susceptible very susceptible right. um freeman i'm definitely expecting a bounce back year new you know dirt cutters back play all dome games it's looking up for him guys is very interesting i know if zeke was in here you know definitely both the running backs i would probably give edge to um, BK, but mm-hmm. guys, uh, I don't like the Washington offense at all in general. Yeah, Washington offense like, is bad. Adrian Peterson is still there. Uh, Darius Geis is just coming back from injury. He's an ageless wonder, man. Holy cow. I know. Him and Frank Gore. Dude. I need Frank Gore to retire this year so that I, <laughs> Devin Singletary Devin can, do, can do this thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, know, I see what you mean for that. Um, Jared Cook, we'll see. I mean, he's solid as a tight end in general. Lately, Saints have not utilized the tight end as much, even though they like 
they kind of had some good games with Benjamin Watson last year, mm -hmm. but I don't think the volume's still going to be there enough to for it to matter. Kenyon mm -hmm. uh, Drake might not even be the starter for Miami this like starting the week. I know he just got out of like his walking boot, but he's still kind of slightly injured. So he's definitely going to be splitting touches with Kalen Balaj. Yep. So, um, traded, apparently, so that may happen too. Oh, that's, that's also true. That's also another thing. So yeah, I will probably still give the edge to you in this matchup as well. I think like if Zeke, win, if Zeke plays, I think he's going to, he could probably, he'll probably, Oh, he'll, he'll probably could get at the edge on you. Yeah. But I think I think like the two things with his team is like his wide receivers are good, but Godwin I think is probably the only safe one. Like Tyreek, I think when you compare when people when like statistically compared him to like all top receivers, mm -hmm. he had more games under ten points than any other player. Like more bust games. Yeah, like more bust like... games. And I mean obviously his boom games are right. bigger than like everyone else's. Like they're but it's huge. Like, yeah, like, I definitely like that upside more that. I would rather have Tyreek over Mike Evans personally. You think so? <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, if I, if yeah, I had Tyreek I and Robert too. Woods, well, like I would be set at wide receiver for the whole well, season. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously Tyreek Hill was taken at the like mid round. I think Mike Evans and Keenan Allen marked the bottom of like the end of the wide receiver That's... ones. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I guess Antonio Brown, I guess would be you know, and maybe in Cooper, like around that same range. Yeah, but I mm -hmm. think well, the problem with Tyreek Hill is like. He'll win you weeks, but he'll lose you weeks, right? So it's and it kind of averages out a lot of times. It's like, which is fine. I think that's fine. But the problem is, I think you need to have someone else. Like the rest of your receivers need to also kind of balance out, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Ty Hilton is, because I think Ty Hilton will also be very boom bust. Um, yeah, no, for sure. He's, I think he has to boom because he's not going to have that same like. He doesn't have a higher floor, especially with Brissett, compared to what he exactly. did with Exactly. Like, if he has a bad game, then, like, he's going to get he's, under, He's like, going to have, like, points. seven points. Yeah. But if he has a good mm -hmm. game, he's going to get you, like, 35. I mean, it's mm -hmm. the same thing with Tyree Crill, right? Like, he can get you well, 40 any day. Even with Brissett, I don't think Hilton's ceiling is even going to be that high either. Like, if he... No, he did. That's, breaks... that's what he was doing in 2017. He had 30-point games. With um, Brissett? Okay. Yeah, with Brissett, but it was just like he had games where he would be like five catches, 150 yards, and like two touchdowns. Oh, like that. Okay. So but, huge, huge plays each time. Yeah, exactly. And those happen. I think he had four games as the wide receiver one that year, and then every game after that, he was like mm -hmm. wide receiver 30. So, gotcha. I mean, Hill Hill is not that bad. I mean, Hill is actually almost that bad. But it's like it's the other way, right? Like he'll have 10 games where he's top 12 wide receiver. But then he'll have, like, you know, the rest of the games where he's a bottom wide receiver. He's like a wide receiver. He's worse than, like, a wide yeah. receiver three. Um, mm -hmm. So I think his team is the most volatile right now, obviously, if Zeke comes back. Um, That'll definitely shore him up, like, give yeah. him a, a bigger boost. Exactly. His, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Jared Cook. I don't think he's very good. Uh, he could be. He has mo his games. He has good games. He did uh, He did he pretty well up, with Derek Carr, like, even though he was, like, the number one target for him. So, I know. I, he um, ends up in the waiver wire every single year for a reason. He gets drafted I every mean, year, and he gets dropped every year for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> but I think he, he has a little bit more staying power, right, because he's huge upgrade over Watson sure. 
and but it's a matter of seeing how much volume like yeah how much they utilize him like if he's only gonna get like four or five targets sure that's still not too bad i I would say yeah maybe not i mean he could get the end zone targets right i mean he's still Mm -hmm. like fourth string like fourth pecking order right you got michael thomas you have alvin Kamara, Kamara. and i would probably put even latavius murray ahead of him yeah, he's the goal would, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I would say all of those are ahead of him. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I will win this one. But I think if Zeke plays, he's gonna win. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll 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 go along that line as well. Yeah, Zeke was definitely the big X factor for. Yeah. Him. Yep. I mean, cool. yeah. I think that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of it. Any for yeah? Any final thoughts? No, that's not it. I won Keenan Allen stat. I was really excited okay. about. It. Should we go? In games without Melvin Gordon, he scored mm-hmm. over five and a half, almost six points. More than per game. And Melvin Gordon will be out for quite a while, so I am very excited. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been hurt in two years, so. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. All right. Like, watch him. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't been hurt in two years. He's no Melvin Gordon. It's gonna be great. It's prime position for and my whole and my whole bench. I actually just... have him in my work league. I don't know if you remember we had drafted yeah, yeah, yeah. him. I think I told you to draft him. He's gonna yeah. be so good this year. But so, yeah. I'll be right there with you cheering him on. Yeah, for week one. if he sucks, then you know I'll blame you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. Um I guess I don't know who's actually coming for next week. We'll figure it out. I guess. I mean, yeah. but <clears throat> anyways, guys, looking forward to week one. It's gonna be an exciting time. Football's finally back in. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. See you guys uh, next time. Take it easy, guys.